avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. The Apostle Paul writes that one of the results of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that we address one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with our heart. That's Ephesians 5 verse 19. Praise and worship are central to the life of the people of God. Yet, what should be our highest privilege sometimes becomes the focus of controversy and even division. There can be strong emotions, opinions, and even hostility among the people of God over the forms, the styles, and the preferences of corporate worship. When I first came to Calvary almost 18 years ago, there was a so-called traditional worship service and a so-called contemporary service. There was even a traditional choir and a contemporary choir. A few die-hard traditionalists didn't sing in the contemporary choir and vice versa. Some in the traditional camp thought that those who preferred contemporary music were superficial, whereas those in the contemporary camp thought the traditionalists were stuck in the past. Much of this was foolishness, of course, as all of us have our own opinions on what is traditional and what is contemporary. At Calvary, we have now a choir, an orchestra and a band, resulting in a whole range of musical styles. We also have our magnificent grand organ with its over 11,000 pipes. In all of our worship, we seek to be God-glorifying, Christ-centered, and led by the power of the Holy Spirit. There is considerable debate as to the differences between songs and hymns and spiritual songs mentioned by Paul in Ephesians 5 verse 19 and Colossians 3 verse 16. Some suggest these are three types of psalms in the Psalter. Israel's hymn book. But there's no consensus on that. A psalm originally referred to the plucking of a stringed instrument. Musical instruments were used in the worship of God in the temple. And so it's probable that psalms sung in the early church were accompanied by instruments. Hymns are referred to in the New Testament. Paul and Silas sang hymns of praise in the prison in Philippi, according to Acts 16. The spiritual songs were likely songs of joy. So it's probable that in the early church there was the singing of psalms from the Psalter as well as hymns of praise and songs of joyful worship to God. The people of God have always sung psalms. The Free Presbyterian Church in Scotland traditionally only sung psalms with no musical accompaniment. Few, however, follow that tradition. More common today are songs of high energy, emotion, and volume. The church service then becomes more like a pop concert rather than an act of worship and praise to our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. At Calvary, many times we have a psalm in the worship service, although we don't feel that we're bound to have a psalm in every service. We may well sing one of the great hymns of the faith, written by a Martin Luther or a Charles Wesley, But we also may have songs written a month or two ago. Whatever we sing, our goal is to be biblically accurate and Christ-exalting so that the service glorifies God rather than being all about us. Psalm 150 begins, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. 
We are to praise the Lord with the trumpet, the lute, the harp, the tambourine, dance, strings and pipes, and loud clashing cymbals. The Psalter ends on a triumphant note. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Avizandum. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash theverdict.